Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I just want to start by saying thank you to everyone who supported me and bought some THP merch. Um, I'm so excited to get those in the coming week, and I hope you guys are looking forward to yours, too. I just want to say I will be designing some new merch, uh, so... Be on the lookout for that announcement in the coming weeks. I'll uh, probably put it on social media and announce it in one of my podcasts when when that will be happening. Uh, So this week, we will be talking about something that has been termed the introvert hangover. And uh, this is actually a new term for me that I just recently learned about. And I was so excited to learn about it and to finally have like a name for something that I as an introvert experience um frequently to be honest so what is an introvert hangover um in its simplest form and explanation it an introvert hangover is extreme social burnout or social exhaustion. Um, It's a form of fatigue that can result in real mental and physical effects. And um, I've kind of talked about social exhaustion before. And I know that it's easy for people who don't experience this feeling of social exhaustion such as extroverts to view this as a fake or another made-up thing that introverts use to kind of get out of things um, or to use when they just don't want to do something right Um, but it is real and I've personally experienced it so I'm going to kind of just talk a little about about the signs of an introvert hangover and the first thing is irritation um and this is when everything and i mean every little thing gets on your last nerves <laughs> um kind of driving you crazy and you just it, it can almost be perceived as like cranky i would say um for me i get very very sarcastic and um might even be insulting sometimes um and starting arguments that actually can turn into pretty vicious fights and um yeah I don't really know how to explain this one I just know that I get in this place where I'm like I don't want to deal with anything right now but I have to and I'm going to deal with it this way because I want to (laughs) I know it doesn't help the situation but like 
I, I, I just do it. And I, like, my family can attest to that. I do that quite often. Um, <laughs> it's like, sometimes I even stop and I'm like, why are you being like this, Tegan? Like, why? Like, just a couple nights ago, I was watching one of the women's NCAA um, games and for March Madness, yeah. And I don't even know. We were watching it, and one of the girls, she's just bothering me. I don't know why. It, it wasn't her or anything. It was just, like, I was, I was exhausted. And I had a full day at work and had to do other stuff when I came home. And I just was exhausted. And I became irritated and I took it out on this random girl who I don't even know and I was watching play basketball through the TV yeah <laughs> so I'm, it happens and can be taken out on anyone um but yeah irritation is definitely the big thing for me um and just kind of a big thing in general for the introvert hangover Another sign of the introvert hangover is the inability for the introvert to think clearly. And this feels like your brain is just a large pile of like mushy nothingness, like just like complete mush. Like you, you, someone took a, um, Whatever those things that you use to pound out meat is, like, they took that and they just, like, pounded out your brain. That's what it feels like. And you process things very, very slowly. And you struggle to make decisions, even some of the smallest decisions. This happens to me a lot at night. And... I'll kind of like look over to my youngest sister and I'll be like, should I have ice cream tonight? Hmm, I don't know. And then I look for her to make a decision or, hey, should I watch TV? And I look at her to make a decision. And if we watch TV and it's like, what should we watch? It's like, I just can't make a decision. And it's <laughs> like, my brain can't think. And... Um, another part of this is zoning out of conversations. Like, you know if someone's talking, you know they're talking to you, you know you should be listening, but like, their voice just fades into the background and you like get caught up in all of your thoughts and daydreamingness that happens. Um, so yeah, definitely... It's like this inability to just like think clearly um, and do the things that go along with thinking clearly. Um, another sign is that the introvert's speech or talking will become difficult for them. Uh, and this usually manifests itself with the introvert saying the wrong word or not being able to find the word that they want to say. This happens to me all the time. I'd be like, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I don't know what the word is. 
Um, or sometimes I'll just be talking and I say a completely wrong word and I don't even notice that I say it, but like my whole family would just like start laughing and I'd be like, what? And they'd be like, well, you said this, but you meant this. And I was like, whatever, I don't even care. You knew what I meant. It's like, <laughs> again, the irritation shows in that moment. But yeah, saying the wrong word or not being able to find the word you want to use. Um, the words you say slurring together, almost coming across as if you're a little drunk. And I've actually heard this before um, from my family and from some friends before and they're like you sound like you're drunk and I'm like well I don't drink so I'm not it's just it, it's been a long day and I need sleep you know <laughs> and so your words just kind of like become one jumbled sentence that is hard to distinguish <laughs> um and at its worst, um, when I'm like so exhausted, my, I don't even attempt to speak. Like my speech is just gone. I'm just like, words are not for me right now. And so I'll go to just make like doing gestures or making faces or like using my eyes to look at things or something. Like if someone's talking to me and I'm like, they're like, where is that? And I might like point at it or just like look at it. Like it's, I don't even attempt to use words because I know that it won't work. And it's better if I just use my other resources and gesture. Or I like making faces. Faces are my thing. I make a lot of faces. <laughs> so yeah. And the last sign I have on here is feeling tired, obviously, or also feeling physically unwell. So most often, well, all the time, because it's a form of social exhaustion, um, is that you're going to feel exhausted and sluggish and like your energy has been deprived. And so you're going to have this overwhelmingly strong desire to sleep, to find a bed or a couch or a nice spot on the floor or even a chair sometimes standing against a wall. I'm not going to lie anywhere that I can just close my eyes for a second would be so great and <laughs> just take a nap. Um, and like some introverts I know that I do this I might even skip their normal routine just to sleep like um I usually go to bed around 10 30 or 11 and sometimes I'm so tired that I'm at, at like 9 or 9 30 I'm like nope I'm just going to bed I'm, I'm going to bed now it, I can't stay awake any longer and if I do you're gonna see a side of me that you don't ever want to see and so I'll go to bed early or take naps in the middle of the day whatever it is and just kind of forego my normal routine because I need it um, in extreme cases uh, some people might actually feel physically sick 
and for me when it gets really bad I can get some pretty bad headaches um, even some stomach aches or feeling dizzy and this happens to me not often but it does happen to me and that's kind of when I know that I need to just like go in my room lay down and sleep or just uh, sometimes I just lay down and I will stare at my ceiling or out my window whatever it is so that I can like regain some energy you know so yeah so those are just a couple of the signs of what an introvert hangover might look like again it's like extreme social burnout and often that's going to manifest itself through irritation the inability to think clearly a change in your speech or um, talking becoming difficult and then also feeling tired and possibly even um, sick uh, so before I close out this episode I just want to take a moment to say that I know as an introvert that it can be hard to deal with this and find a way to make sure you feel healthy and happy when social exhaustion happens. So I just want to say take care of yourself. It's so important to take care of yourself. Your needs, no matter what they are, are valid. They're completely 100% valid. And I know that in an extroverted world, um, introverts may feel like they are an inconvenience to other people when they attend to their social exhaustion related needs, but you're not. It is so important to put yourself first sometimes and to take care of yourself mentally and physically um, because, you know, you don't put yourself first uh you kind of show other people that it's okay to put themselves first and kind of become less of a priority to yourself and to other people and so making sure that you are always putting yourself as a priority is so important so important and it leads to self-respect and self-love and i think that's such a great thing to learn um and yeah so you know it's okay to take care of yourself it's okay to leave a party or a social function early like an hour after it happens two hours after it happens whatever it is it's okay to leave it early it's okay to take a nap in the middle of the day or two hours after you woke up like if you need a nap take that nap it's okay to spend time alone no matter how much people say that you're a loner and you need to spend more time with people it's okay to spend time alone if that is what you need and it's okay to say no i know i've said this before it is okay to say no especially when saying no is better for you 
So, I hope that if you take anything away from this episode, it's that you'll know that it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to make decisions that prioritize yourself and letting people know that you need to take care of yourself in the in this moment or at that time rather than do whatever it is they want you to do is okay you they may feel disappointed in that moment but in the long run it's what's best for you and it's gonna what it's gonna be what maintains your health and your ability to maintain healthy relationships with other people. So take care of yourself. Put yourself first. It's okay to do that. All right. (laughs) Um, So I know this was a shorter episode, but thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. And if you enjoyed it or if you learned anything new, please go share it with a friend. And as always, have a good weekend, and I look forward to seeing you next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast.